now, Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio with Sharon McNamara. Sharon, shout hello from the next room. (laughs) Sharon is just posting a little video that we did uh, right before going live on on air. Oh, here you are. Here. Hello. Hi to all IWAT listeners. We're so happy that you could join us. We are live, right? We are. We're live. We have George in studio. Hello, hello. Hey, Sharon. Hey, Melissa. Hey. Hey there. <laughs> hey there. Yeah, so we're so happy to be here tonight. It's a rainy Tuesday. We had a yeah. great weekend. We had our, our girls' weekend away. We had the whole team, and uh, Captain Mark took care of us there over on Egertown this past weekend. Yeah, we had – it was smooth sailing. Yeah. We were cruising and boozing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't – I cannot drink um, espresso martinis. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you want to call in <laughs> and guess how many espresso martinis each one of us had – uh, we'll give you a gift card if you get it right. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, uh, that will get people calling for sure. Yeah. 781-837-4900. Um, yeah. Let's just We say don't we, do it often. No, we don't. We, but you know what? We had a safe captain. He, he yep. brought us down to Egertown and we were on a mooring, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we had the two dogs, the two Frenchies with us yep. and we just had an amazing time. It was fun time had by all for sure. Yes. Um, so, so thank you, Sharon and yeah. Captain Mark. Uh, we you're had welcome. such a great time. Yeah, it was great. It was it was awesome. We love to do that uh, with you guys every year. So uh, <laughs> already looking forward to next year. <laughs> I know. Is it next summer yet? <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, here we have a rainy day. I was talking to George before we went live. And, you know, these types of days just make you want to, you know, curl in your bed and think about, you know sleeping what i think my brother is listening which i never knew that <laughs> that he did he's saying all together 26 oh. uh no there was three of us drinking yeah three of us ethan there's three of us so uh, i'll let you have another guess but um three of us drinking espresso martinis <laughs> after pretty much drinking all day <laughs> um but yeah so and you're supposed to call so don't be so shy ethan um 
but yeah, uh, what were you saying? I cut you off. No, that's all right. I, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, I was just saying that like today's the type of day that it feels like you just want to cuddle in your bed and maybe take a nap. I can't remember the last time I took a nap. Oh, yes, I can. It was Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. I know. All of it. Was it Saturday? Oh, yeah. So we all woke up a little. We can tell all of our secrets. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not going down there. But I'm just saying. No, 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 no. Not all the secrets. Not all the... So we had an amazing time uh, Friday night and took a nap on Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, we had to take a nap, <laughs> all of us. But we were all, we were in the middle of, uh, you know, of the, what, I know I say in the middle of the ocean, but that's not we right. We were in the middle of the harbor. It was Egertown. It was beautiful. Um, but what I was saying, what I was thinking about when we're thinking about taking a nap, it's just this time and it's like you can feel the sun is sort of setting earlier and it just gets darker earlier and you can feel that fall is coming. And I think that there are a lot of sellers out there right now who potentially think that maybe they missed the market and that maybe they should have come on the market sooner or maybe they just completely missed it and they don't, they're not sure what's going on. So tonight we're going to ease those thoughts, right? Ease those thoughts, yeah. <clears throat> well, I just want to start off with asking you a question of, yeah. you know, the saying, miss the market, the market, but is what makes one market different from the next? Is it the season? Is it the time of year? Is it what, what makes one market different? So I just think the market is, I mean, people will probably think in quarters, people think seasonally, think people think around the holidays, you know, we have all these fluctuations. I mean, that's what I was doing earlier. I was doing some uh, spreadsheets and looking at numbers and comparing the last five years. When did we have the most sales and things like that? But honestly, the best market to sell your home ready everybody listen when you want to (laughs) (laughs) when you're ready when you're ready that is the best time to sell your house there is always somebody out there that is looking to purchase a home so whenever you put your home on the market so long as you're listening to your real estate professional um, then you should be okay when it comes to pricing and condition we we have to sort of be the ones that are moving and grooving. And I know we're having a little bit of a difficult time right now for sellers to understand where we are in this market mm-hmm. and how we're coming to the number that we're coming to. Yeah. You, you mean like when you do your listing? When I'm doing yeah. the CMA. Yeah. So yeah. comparative market analysis. Um, so I think that that's where people have to wrap their head around. Now think back, like, okay, I bought my house in 1992 for $137,500, okay? So if I sold it today, did I miss any market? (laughs) Like, I'm certainly going to be doing okay, you know? Well, I don't think that you missed any market because you weren't ready to sell. You're still not ready to no, sell. No, I'm still not ready to sell. I'm not going anywhere now. I finally have my garage. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll you most likely age in place, correct? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That is our plan. I mean, that was the plan that we, we made for ourselves. I mean, we have a three-bedroom cape. We bought it 30 years ago because we just had our 30th wedding anniversary on Monday uh, last week. And that was our plan was just to sort of put a couple additions. Well, actually we put one addition on out of the garage, but we aged in place. Um, but there are a lot of people who have, you know, they sold their home, they got the bigger home and cause they were busting out at the seams. So at some point they're going to want to sell. But again, it all comes back to when is the best time for you to sell is what market it's the market that's best for you when, when it's, when your time is right. So why do you feel as though people 
believe that they missed the market currently? So today, why would someone think that they missed the market to sell their house? I believe that people think that they missed the market because they're seeing that this we're not having that same frenzy, which we were calling reckless. I loved that when we were away this weekend. I mean, we really do do a good job when we go away or if we go out to dinner and we're doing stuff that we don't talk too much about business. But of course it comes up. I mean, it comes up in every conversation, no yeah. matter where we are. When so. you have four real estate agents <laughs> trying to go on vacation with each other. <laughs> yeah. And even other than that, though, I mean, even if I'm out with other people, they always ask me about the market. So. So, um, you know, we did a really good job about not really talking too too much real estate. I mean, we're it's weird. We were actually working while we were away as well, but, um, you know, remotely. Um, but I think that people, they're not seeing that rapid fire, like, oh, you put your house on the market and it's selling right away. Like, you're just we're just not seeing that anymore. Those days are behind us. We're not going to see them. Um, and what is the reason for it? There are several, and we've had radio shows on it. I'm not going to harp on interest rates. I'm not going to harp on COVID. I'm not going to harp on any of that. It is what it is. And there's nothing that we can do to change it, but look forward. Mm -hmm. Do I think that it's continuing to go down? Hmm. I do think that we will continue to see sale prices come down because I do feel, I wish that, I wish that radio could see us. Oh, you can join us on Facebook. (laughs) So, (laughs) but I don't have a screen up or anything or a whiteboard, but I wish that um, we could, I could get what my thoughts are out on paper is we're looking at the last six months of what has sold, right? So that was during that hectic time when people were bidding over asking by a hundred thousand, 50,000, 75,000, whatever that thousands were. Well, those days are gone. But right now, now when I'm, when I'm pricing a house, I'm looking at the past six months. That's what that sold price was. I am now doing CMAs, comparative market analysis, not based on the sold price. I'm looking at the list price. I was, I hate to give myself credit, but I got to tell you, like I predicted (laughs) this. I predicted this. Do you remember? Uh I predicted this at the beginning of the year. And then when we started to see things changing and I predicted we're going to have a bigger problem come fall when we're using these escalated emotional prices as our sold numbers and sellers are still going to expect to get that number. Yeah. And they're not. No. Well, it, th- that's why it's so important to educate all of your clients when you, in again, I've said it a million times, you do a really great job when you do your CMAs here at the office, you know, you, you bring them into your space. You've already mm. been into their space yeah. to see their house and mm. sort of analyze it that nice way. way putting it, yeah. You're inviting them into your space so you can sort of educate them on where the market is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very important to know that, you know, just because you want a certain number doesn't mean somebody else is willing to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is why we've seen a lot of price adjustments mm-hmm. in the past couple and, weeks. And months. we're seeing more and we're seeing houses that are on the market. Now, I was with buyers on Sunday. So we ended, we, we took Friday off and had Saturday for our little getaway. Sunday, I had to show a house down, a house down. And Mary was showing a couple houses and I went into this house and I was just like, all right, you've already had a couple price adjustments. I can see exactly what happened here. Um, the, that house wasn't the house for my client. I was actually looking at another house online for them today. And I was talking to the real estate agent and I always ask, I noticed that this house has been on the market for 70 days. Can you tell me why? Because don't be afraid just because you see a house being on the market for uh, days on market for a long time. Don't just assume, you know what, ask 
ASUM stands for, <laughs> ASUM, <laughs> right, out of you and me, um, don't assume that it's because something's wrong with the house. Yeah. You have to try to figure out. I think a lot of this price reduction, days on market, the buyers are very, very smart, and they're not going to be pushed into the corner anymore. That's where we are. Yeah. Especially if you have a unique property, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a style home that not everybody, it wouldn't suit everybody's needs. Mm-hmm. Um, if it has a lot of stairs, it probably wouldn't suit, you know, people who don't or can't mm-hmm. go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so these there are a lot of factors, areas, everything. It doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. that there's something wrong with the home. Um, but it also could be price. Yeah. A lot of times it is. Yeah. G- generally speaking, if a house does not sell, I am going to make this so simple for everybody. It comes down to price for the majority of the time mm-hmm. uh, because it's if your price doesn't match, the, I'm going to say always. Let me put myself out there. Oh. Always. Because if the price doesn't match the condition and the location, then no one's going to pay for it. So even if you are abutting the local dump, <laughs> if you price it right, it will sell yeah. because that's what the expectation is. Now, what I see a lot of sellers making the mistake of is trying to say, oh, my house could be, remember those, like, oh, my house could be this. And they wanted to earn, they wanted to pocket the equity that somebody else was after actually going to have to put into a house, mm-hmm. right? Just because they could get that number. I just want to let all our WATD listeners know we are here. We are live. Uh, George is in studio. He can pipe you right on through to us. We are at our home office um, here in Pembroke Center. 781-837-4900. If you have any questions for us, comments, concerns, anything you'd like us to discuss. Also, I guess Melissa wanted to do a contest. How many espresso (laughs) martinis did the three of us drink on Friday night? Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was a lot of fun. It It was was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We we, we did have a lot of fun. We have Dunkin' Donut gift cards for people who like to call in. So, and you can also what go to Facebook. Yeah, we're all over. Yeah, we're all over Facebook, all over the Connect pages. Um, So if you want to see us, yeah. Or if you're too, if you're too uh, shy to call in, you yeah. can, you know, put a comment on our live. Absolutely. Um, All right. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where we are. On. Did you have other questions for me? Did I answer that question? You. I think you did. Okay. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I don't know what it is. Like my voice seems a little weird tonight. It seems like David Allen Boucher. You're like very serious. <clears throat> I, it, I'm really not. Inside, I'm like, inside, I'm an apple. On the outside, I'm a PC. A what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was thinking of like an apple. Of no, like the fruit. I'm a Mac. I'm a yeah, MacBook. So I'm like on the inside, I'm, I feel like a MacBook. On the outside, I'm definitely a PC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, so you sort of went over what what differentiates one market from another, correct? Yeah. And again, it can be seasonal. It can be quarterly. It really meant numbers are numbers. You can make them look any darn way you want them to look. So let's talk about seasons. You want to talk about seasons? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the seasons. So even though the report I did is on quarters, but quarterly, I guess is sort of like seasons, right? So seasonally, I would say like the ups and downs that we see, like I always, I always tell my clients, I wouldn't put a house on the market that first week in July. I just feel like everybody is on vacation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I just find it a little bit slower when you put your listing into when we put your listing into MLS as a real estate agent, it only stays new. I think it's 48 hours. 
So if everybody is, you know, at the beach, they're not going to see it as new. You're just going to get stuck in that active mode. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I feel that I feel now we'll see an upswing again. I feel like the kids are back to school. If you have children, um, and then we'll start to see thing. We'll start to see more homes coming on the market. I was actually very surprised today when I did my hot sheet though, and there wasn't a lot of activity on the hot sheet. It no. sort of made my heart flutter a little bit, like in not a good way. Yeah. What did I, it do to you? Yeah, I've noticed that. Um, you know, not a ton coming on, but again, it it's just hit September, so yeah. we have a little bit of a time. Um, I'll move on to winter. Um, we've notoriously said that winter is um really good for like higher priced homes because mm-hmm. a lot of people who are moving to the area, maybe from out of state, because mm-hmm. of their job, yeah, relocation, um, yeah, they're being relocated. They're only gonna like they're not emotionally attached to you know where they're living is because you know they might move around a lot mm-hmm. um and we we've seen the higher priced homes go in the winter months exactly and the, I, I mean we see them all year but we tend to see them happen at the end of the year where people are nervous about putting their house on the market and this has happened to us several times where we tell our clients no don't wait until the spring put it on now because a lot of the big companies and remember boston is a huge hub when it comes to education finance and medical so we have a lot of transient type people who are coming here for employment that they start fiscal year in January Mm -hmm. or even April when they're starting, you know, the new fiscal years, um, they want to be moved into their homes. So that's why they're, they're looking at houses in October, November, December, so they can be in for the start of their new job come January. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I got to say about yeah. the well, winter months. And I want to say, too, one of the things we'll start to see now, like in the fall, we usually see a little bit of an upswing. So today, like I said, I sort of, my heart sort of fell a little bit where I was like, wow, I expected more to be on the market come today. But maybe people just, you know, it will be this week. Mm-hmm. I think this week will be a big telltale for me and where my, my mind and my thought process is going to go. Because usually we'll see more listings come on right about now. Yeah. And then we'll start to see that slow down as soon as it hits Halloween. Yeah. The 29th. Well, it's not the 29th. Our party is the 29th. Um, <laughs> the 31st, right? Yeah. I I agree. It's also sort of a weird week. I mean, yesterday was a holiday, so a lot of people had it off. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a short week. And again, it's the first week in September. So things, I think because this year has been a little bit weird, it might be a little bit weird to start the Mm -hmm. the fall market. Um, But it it always starts every year, right? It's so interesting (laughs) to me because I'm looking at this spreadsheet that I did. So I did the last five years and I did it by quarters, right? And I'm just looking at, it's hard, well, you can't tell with 2022 because we haven't even finished third quarter yet. But if you look at all the other uh, years, 2021 down to 2017, you can see that third quarter has the most sales in every in every year, right? Mm-hmm. For the last five years, that third quarter had the most sales. Fall is always busy. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking, if I if I had thought about it earlier, I thought about doing this report last minute to sort of um, dissect it month by month because I'm curious these sales where the houses, like, they're probably closed 30, you know, 30, 60 days before is when they were under agreement, Yeah. right? Yeah. So I need to know what this, these fall numbers are our highest number for sales. Is that based on houses coming on the market in the spring and selling in the fall? Yeah. 
that's that's what popped into my head because I'm like, okay, so third quarter, it would bring us through September. But I mean, fourth quarter is after that. So these are all houses that have been on the market. They just mm-hmm. happen to sell in yeah. third quarter. Yeah. But did they sell in the beginning of third quarter? Did they sell at the end of third yeah. quarter? But even these are at... things that we have to think of when <laughs> when you're doing your uh, your CMA. This is the type of stuff, honestly, that like yeah. I'm just sitting here as if I'm not even on the radio right now live because my number my head goes towards numbers. But I am looking and I'm thinking, okay, so look at even if I look at fourth quarter when the solds were, I mean, the fourth quarter solds are pretty, they're pretty high, you know, and that means that that was because houses were on the market in the fall months. So um, the lowest of all of the months that we see is January. That makes sense to me though, because fourth quarter, remember I said it slows down October, right? So that's November and December. So October, November, December, those three months, or January even, those three months, not as many people put things on the on the market, mm-hmm. but I think that they should. <laughs> I do. I just yeah. think you have less competition out there, and if you want to get yourself into a predicament where you want to have that multiple offer situation again, my suggestion to you is put your house on the market in the winter. Yeah, and we've said in the past that putting your house on the market in the winter time, you you get more serious buyers, and I think less looky loos because, you know, in the nicer months you could have a neighbor walking by and they just want to see your house and they come in for the open houses and we did a couple shows on open houses and whether mm-hmm. or not they work, uh, we have our opinions. Everybody yeah. else has their own opinion, um, but when it comes to the winter time, we know that you know the buyers that are out there are the serious ones because mm-hmm. in who wants to go out in bad weather nobody unless you are searching for your forever or right now home mm-hmm. so it, anybody who is out looking for a house uh, personally i believe in the winter time mm-hmm. is serious no but yeah you know absolutely unless you're like walking a dog in the middle of a snowstorm like there's no, no need to just do looky-loos be lo- be a looky-loo at an open house and it's in interesting too because uh the agent i was talking to down the cape today about this other house that i want to show and i was asking her some questions um about the property and she said you know i, I discussed with my client if they wanted to have an open house and they said no and it's for that reason. She goes, I had one open house. And honestly, the only people that came were the neighbors because they're like, oh, we know how many renovations that they've been doing. We've been dying to see the inside of this house. So they weren't even real buyers. You don't have to have an open house. I assure you, the way technology is today versus how technology yeah. was when I started is so different. I promise you. Even if you don't have an open house, if somebody's going to see your house and they want to see the inside of it, they will call either their agent, they'll call us, they'll find somebody who's buying leads off of Zillow or whatever. They'll get in. Well, something that I should have said on one of those shows was, uh, and it just popped into my head, that, you know, if... If someone is serious about seeing your home or wanting to purchase your home, by the time they make it to the open house, they probably have already seen it, like Mm -hmm. either with a private showing or virtually because of technology. And when you said technology, that's why it popped into my head, because there's there's so many things like we have the professional photos. We have the floor plans. Mm -hmm. Some people do the the matter ports that, you know, where you can see every nook and cranny before you even get into a house like there. These homes are so accessible Mm -hmm. that like going to the open house is probably like 
you know, the third time that they're seeing it. <laughs> and this is where we go back to this is our thought is like, oh, this is just Faluki lose. But I think the point is, I think doing them right now, but if you're worried about doing it in the winter because you don't want, like, where am I going to go? Like, it isn't like you're going to go to the park or something. I mean, it's really nice to go to the park in the winter, but... You know, I think that people are afraid, like, and they don't want people putting, you know, bringing snow and all that through their house. I say don't worry about that. We have booties. We tell people to take off their shoes. We actually have Boston Connect slippers. I keep them in the back of my car when I show houses. I put them on. (laughs) So, you know, people are courteous about that aspect. But you won't have to leave as much. It's only the real people who are really buying that are going to come out during that time. Yeah. So I don't know. And and we did get a caller this week at the, he didn't want to call in. Oh, yes. I'm going to say thank you. At least we know people are listening. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he did say, (laughs) I know sometimes people don't call, but we, we are out there listening. And we Um, have a special show lined up where we're lining up for him. Yeah. Do we want to say what it is? Yeah, we can. Actually, you can tell (laughs) he had only one complaint about our show. George, guess what it was? What was it? <laughs> he doesn't want to say because he doesn't want to say something that wasn't what he said. <laughs> we'll talk off air then. I can't hear you. Yeah, he no, we'll, we'll talk off there. air. Okay. Um, yeah. So he actually called my cell phone um, the other day. He was looking for um, Pro Enviro's contact information, and we were chatting a little bit. And um, and he did say, you know, we we listen. We've been listening to a long t- for a long time. You guys do a great job. You work so hard. Um, and he said, the, my only uh, suggestion would be to talk about your male agents mm-hmm. more often. Um, so we we do talk about our female agents. We have a lot of female agents. We are females. Mm-hmm. And the <laughs> um, reason why we do, and a lot of times the females come up, is because they're in the office. Yeah. They're, you know, sometimes we have them on the show. We open up the show to everyone, but it seems like the men in our life might be too busy. So I, as soon as I heard this comment, <laughs> sent out a text to three of our guy uh, agents in the office and just said, Hey, how about a show? So we are planning on a show and yeah, uh, we were going to do it tonight, but guess what? They're busy in their business. They're busy. <laughs> yep. They are busy, busy. doesn't mean our females aren't busy. It just yeah. means, I don't, I don't even know what it means, but me, Mary and Melissa, we're all women. So there you go. But we are working on that show. Yeah. And thank you for your input. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay. So what, mm. what moving forward? Uh, so we talked about types of markets. Um, do you want to talk about sellers, buyers market, or do we just want to move forward? Well, a sell, it's pretty easy. A seller's market is <laughs> when there are more buyers than there are houses to buy, right? Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. call that absorption rate. And um, and then a buyer's market would be when there are more sellers than there are buyers. So again, that would be absorption rate um, statistics, and we can get into that another day. Um, but that's how that's all calculated. Yeah. Um, let's sort of talk about the current state of the market. So I'm just going through our agenda and it's like some of these things, like some of these statistics that, uh, Julia came up with, I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that maybe this is why you're feeling the way that you're feeling today after looking in MLS and looking at sort of the state of the market. Um, so number of homes sold decreased almost 25% from year to year. Mm -hmm. Um, so 25 percent that's a lot yeah it is a lot and that's the thing is people were thinking like everything was like just going through the roof going through the roof things were but um i don't i I can't i can't discuss those statistics because again numbers will like i don't know if she's looking at a nationwide or she's looking locally so 
that's why I don't I don't know if I can really talk about that. But I did do like the town of just Pembroke. Okay. Accidentally, I was trying to do all of Plymouth County, and I didn't realize that my chart had changed. So um, I do have some information just on like first quarter of like how many houses were on the market first quarter of 2021. How many sold in 2021 in Pembroke was 38. And then actually I have it all on my spreadsheet. I don't really want to discuss that right now. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I just don't What do you want to discuss? No, no, no. I'm sorry. (laughs) Because I'm just looking at all my numbers and this is just for Pembroke. So I don't know. I don't want to just hyper-focus just on Pembroke. The other stuff I had, these other numbers were all Plymouth County. Okay. So maybe let's not go back in time. Let's move forward. Look forward. So what are some predictions that you have for the rest of the year? Well, I, I honestly think that like this next week and two, week or two is really going to indicate what is going to happen. But I honestly feel, I mean, there are certain price ranges that are still going to be busy and always be busy. So I met with, so I met with one client at the beginning of the week that's buying a house. That range is up to, well, it was actually at the end of last week. Um, their range was up to 375. So when I did a search and I did up to 400, just to, I don't know, just to give myself a, a little bit, a little bit of a cushion. And I looked in several towns and honestly, there's still nothing on the market. Then I have another client that was, I mean, on the market, it's up to like one, let's just say 1.5 million. And I still, (laughs) I still am not finding any, any houses that are on the market. So it's interesting to me that we're still in the same predicament that we're in. The only thing that's going to change this is if people decide to put their house on the market this fall. And again, this next week or two will really sort of showcase that to me because if we don't see things starting to come on the market in the next couple of weeks, we, we probably won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe we should do a recap like of this in a couple of weeks. To I'd sort be of happy to then just the, to see the good or bad be. news. <laughs> yeah. Because what a hot sheet is to all of our WATD listeners every morning when we get up and we look into MLS, which is the multiple listing service that tells us, you know, what house are there new listings on the market is, did any of the listings that were on the market, did they go contingent or under agreement or did they sell? Did any of them we've seen withdrawn? Mm-hmm. With, so one of the ones I looked at down the Cape, it was withdrawn. Um, but I still called the agent and said, you know, my client really would still like to see it, but they changed their mind. They don't want to sell. Um, and what has expired? So we're seeing more of those expireds. Um, I think when I look at that every day, it's so funny because like, you know, there are days you open it up and it's just like, oh, look at all this new stuff or look at, because yeah. we're looking at several different towns, right? When I, like I said, when I went on there the today, I was like, <laughs> like, what's going on out there? You so, like had to refresh your page. Did I not put him in the right password? I, honestly, Is this wrong? <laughs> well, when I looked at it, I was just like, hmm. Uh, let me refresh my page. <laughs> Perhaps something is wrong. But again, it's the day after the holiday. We'll see what happens this week. I am very optimistic that people will be coming on the market this week. Yeah. I mean, it is only Tuesday. So perhaps, you know, Wednesday or Thursday, which is our days that you like to put new mm-hmm. listings on, um, that maybe it's just sort of the hustle and bustle of the long weekend is just... Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone's tired today. <laughs> yeah. I know. I wish, I mean, Julia did such a good job, by the way. Julia is our new administrative coordinator here at Boston Connect Real Estate. And she did such a great job with all this um, information that she put in here. I just don't know if she's looking at national. I know she has access to MLS, but I don't know if she's looking at these statistics from a national point of view 
If it's hyper local, I'm not sure. So I really don't want to talk about it and misspeak. Okay. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we're done with the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we don't want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) All right. So why don't we talk about, okay, so let's encourage people to put their house on the market for the fall. So what are some top tips that you would tell a a seller right now in order to put their house on the market? You know, it's so funny because I'm really laughing right now because tonight, we didn't even need 45 minutes to like get across what I wanted to say. <laughs> like I just, and there are times when we have our shows I've been on, you know, with Michael McNamara, McNamara financial, I've done three hour shows when I'm like, I didn't have enough time, but tonight it's just, I don't know if I just, because I've been looking at numbers and things are just black and white to me, right? It's just like, these are the numbers. This is what we have. There is not a lot of inventory when there isn't a lot of inventory, So this is where sellers have to realize there isn't a lot of inventory. This is what I need to know. (laughs) Okay. Finish one sentence before you move on to the next one, please. I literally told you before the show, I need an espresso. I tried to get you a coffee and then you didn't say yes until I was literally on Barker Street. I'm like, would you like me to turn around? So, but this is what I need to know is... When you know, like this is, but this is what I'm thinking. Sellers are afraid or they are hearing that they're not getting the number that they think that they deserve anymore. So they're not coming on the market. I can't change that. I cannot change a va- emotional value. I'm just letting everybody know the hecticness that you saw during those several months was based on remember we had a Saturday show and a woman called and she was very angry with us. I'm not going to say it was anybody's fault, but it was certainly the doings of buyers and some buyers agents because they, they, they had to do it. They were just fighting and fighting and fighting for these, you know, for the house. So it was like, all right, I know the last time I lost it to a hundred thousand dollars, I'll go 200,000 over. It was just mayhem. Now we're back. This is called, normalization, my friends, like everybody breathe. If you want to move, put your house on the market. It's that (laughs) simple, but just be realistic with what your expectations are of the value of your home. And this is the other thing too. I know that we've heard some sellers say, um, well, if I put my house on the market for, let's just say we do a market analysis and we say, okay, the value range of your house is between 475 and 500. And then you say, they say, oh, we'll put it on for 500. How many offers do you think we'll get over asking? Hello? <laughs> you know what that is? That's like me knocking on someone's head. Like it just isn't working that way. And I'm not even trying to be mean. I'm just like, this is, this is where we are. This is where the numbers are right now. Yes, there are some homes out there that are getting offers, several offers. I mean, recently one of our agents had multiple offers, right? Yeah, all, all, all of them. Yeah, I mean, so it's still happening, yeah. but it's because I feel their sellers are doing a really good job listening to the advice that our agents are giving them, yeah, and not basing everything on emotional value. Yeah, like those sale prices that we saw were based on emotional value. 
Yeah. Well, that's why I say you do a really great job of educating the people who you invite into our home Mm -hmm. um, and sort of show them how you got your number. At the end of the day, if somebody, you know, accepts that number and really loves you and wants to work Mm -hmm. with you, they'll hire you. Um, And if not, if they're looking for somewhere else, let them let them dabble with somebody else. They might come back. And and here's the other thing, too, is I always go back to and one, you know, I'm pretty known for this is some. Sometimes I'll go out to people's homes and I'll say, I just don't think it's a really good idea for you to sell right now. Like, I think that you're better off from a financial standpoint. I think that you're better off in the house that you're in. Yeah. Especially if like they're going from one style home to the same style, like they're looking for the same home, just updated. Mm -hmm. Why, why move the, just, you know, sort of update the home that Mm -hmm. you're currently in, make it work for your lifestyle now. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I know Tracy and Jim Grady have come on here before and mm-hmm. talked about how they're going to age in place. I mean, they do have a wonderful, a beautiful, you know, home in Hanover. Mm-hmm. Their kids are grown and have moved out. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of space, but they've decided that, you know, aging in place is what's best for them. So they're they're updating their home in in the way that they want to and that they can enjoy. Because I think it comes down to that same thing of, where do I go? I think that that's still the yeah. common thread of what people, you know, if you're listening, 781-837-4900, instead of me sitting here guessing, <laughs> because I haven't had my espresso, instead of me guessing, why, why would, why are people hesitant to put their house on the market right now if they are thinking about selling? I'd like to know, 781-837-4900, or you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on all of our Facebook channels that we have, mm-hmm. Pembroke connect and marshfield connect uh you can find it under boston connect real estate sharon costa mcnamara um we'd be curious to know what your thoughts are yeah let us know mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah i i just think that you know i lost my thought so okay that's fine <laughs> that's fine i just think um the main thing today that uh, you know the topic was did i miss the market And I don't think that anybody ever misses a market. The market is what it is at the time that you want to put the house on them, that you want to move. I mean, it basically comes down to that. So don't worry about it so much. You might have missed the market that we just left, but you can certainly enter the market that we are about to begin. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully this week. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Exactly. I know. Well, and you know, here's the thing. I'm doing a CMA. I'm going to someone's home tomorrow. Um, and here's the situation too, is, you know, I have somebody who wants to right size into a different town, um, that they're living in now and they, you know, don't have a mortgage on their home. I'm not going to say what this house is, so I'll talk a little bit openly about it. They don't have a mortgage on their home. They'd like to go to their next chapter without a mortgage as well. But I also wonder after, you know, talking to them and I'm going to bring some items with me tomorrow, you know, what they're looking for in the town they're looking for. I'm just not exactly sure that it's going to be able to happen Mm -hmm. like that. You know what I mean? So um, we shall, we shall see. (laughs) We shall see. We we shall see. But who knows? Their, their dream home might come on in the next two days. Are you okay over there? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Do you have an itch on your nose? Yeah, I do. I have a problem here. Uh, (laughs) My nose is peeling. (laughs) Um, um, yeah, I mean, if something were to come on in the next few days or the next few weeks, you know, again, it's all situational. So if you see something you really love, 
and you want you need to sell, you know, put your house on the market so you can move forward with that one. But, and but maybe you, that's one of the reasons why is somebody is waiting. They've already made up their mind that they want to sell, but they're waiting for something, the, the, the yeah. right opportunity to come up. I was just going to say that, too. So I think that that's like we're sort of in this holding pattern right now because people don't know where they're going to go so they're choosing to just wait for something to come on the market george do you have a caller for us yes i do sharon we have tom from weymouth tom from weymouth yep can you hear me hi Uh, yep i can hear you oh okay you you were just asking the question why you think you know kind of the market is i besides the just the money aspect the way things have gone There just isn't anything going on in this country that's good. We have a president who every day attacks everybody. You know, so everybody's in turmoil. Everybody I talk to, everybody's just saying, I wouldn't want to do anything right now. I mean, unless you need to. So I really feel it's beyond the the cost and the money factor. It's just people are afraid. And I really think that you, if things go the way I think they should go in uh, November, that could make a change in the game of people feeling good about what make go on in this country. That's I don't want to get too political, but that's the way I I, I feel. I just everybody talk to is just there's nothing fun anymore. If you grew up in the era I did, life was fun. There's no more fun, <laughs> you know. So people have no release, and they're much more uptight about doing anything. You know, George, George, no. we're just ha- we can't hear anything. I don't know if they're getting that same mumbled, uh, but if you want to like stop, just put that on hold. Uh, well, what I'll do is I can barely make out. I made out maybe three words of what our caller said, just because we're having some type of static that's coming through. So I apologize about that. But in those three words, I I know what he's talking about. So he's talking about. I heard him say our sitting president mm-hmm. and I heard him say November. So even just having those, those few words, I absolutely positively know what directions he's going in. And I 100% agree with him on that. And this is what happened when we were going on for, you know, a new election. Um, when, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen with the last election, presidential election, we were in the same place. So come November, if the Republicans win the all the seats again, and w- will things change up? So I, I I do agree with you that people are probably there is no confidence in the economy right now. We have inflation. We have a lot of things that are going on where people are not feeling safe and secure. So the only place that they feel safe and secure right now is in their own home that they currently know. They know where they are. Yeah. Um, and not to cut you off, but I'm getting texts saying um, that he said that there's no more fun in the world, not to get political, but he's saying people are scared to go out in the world and there's no more fun. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I, and I do. And I 100% agree with him. I think that, you know, I'm watching the news. I'm a self self-employed woman. My husband is self-employed. You know, we had nothing started with nothing. We sold suits and consignment shops to get our first house. And, you know, to my first boss out there at Reebok who gave me a coach bag, I sold it so I could afford, you know, a down payment. So I understand what he's saying. Um, the changes that are going on, I'm not going to get political. I'm not going to say anything about the tuition reimbursement thing because I, I really only, I don't understand it. 
I, I, and again, the people, and I know you're one of them, Melissa, you have the tuition reimbursement that will be coming your way. Probably. I don't know what it's based on or any of that. There are a lot of unknowns going on, but all I know is, I mean, maybe that's good though. That $10,000 that the tuition reimbursement that people or forgiveness is what I think it is. Maybe those people can now afford to buy a home and maybe that's great. That's but it isn't like they're giving them $10,000 cash. It's just forgiveness off of our debt that we have right now for this country. So, but then I also know that it's going to cost what every person $2,700 a month, I mean a year to make up for that. You know, there are a lot of political views that go on with this. I don't want to get into the mud with it, but I do believe that the uncertainty of the economy, the uncertainty of, um, what is this that we're in the, um, uh, you know, <laughs> what are we in right now? We're in, uh, dep- not a depression, but we are in a recession. recession. <laughs> Definitely. Who knows if we're going towards a depression? I don't think so. Um, but until November comes with those elections, will things change? I don't know. Maybe that's when people will start to feel more comfortable. Um, and that is a very, very good point and valid point. I'm sorry. I did not get the caller's name, but, um, he makes some good points. Don't you think? Well, I didn't hear him, so. It's uh, Tom, Tom from Weymouth. (laughs) Oh, it was Tom. It was Tom from Weymouth. Yeah, so we'll have to just figure out why we're having a little static uh, coming back from from the studio uh, with all of that um, and get that all fixed for next week's show. well, we only have two minutes left, so any final thoughts for, for our listeners? Yeah, you know what? You didn't miss the market. The market is where where we are right now. So, I mean, you can't cry over spilt milk. If you missed it, you missed it. I mean, I know for me, with my retirement, I was listening to my brother-in-law show this past weekend, uh, McNamara on Money, which plays every Saturday morning from 8 to 10, and again on Sundays from 7 to, I think, 9. I was listening to his show, and, you know, for what I put in, what I've contributed into my uh, retirement yeah, maybe I've lost a lot in the past couple of years, but I'm in it for the long haul. So um, don't think of it as you missed a market where you were making this extraordinary money. You should be happy that buyers are not making reckless decisions anymore. If for, if you want to pull out a moral compass, you know, this is where your number is. This is what the value of your house is. And I'm sure that you're doing just fine with based on what you purchased it for. Um, you can find all of our past shows on our web site and our podcast you want to tell everybody yeah. about that talk real estate roundtable.com you can go to your podcast app search for talk real estate roundtable um spotify apple music all that fun stuff um you can go to bostonconnect.com get all of our contact information 781-826-8000 is the number here we'll see, see you, you on saturday yeah. have a great night see everybody bye bye